Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. One is a seasoned sports talk legend. The other is John Granado. It's Del Olarea and John Granado, live, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Good Tuesday morning, everybody, and it is a good Tuesday morning. Holy crap. What a good night last night. That's exactly why you got Justin Verlander back. That that For the last night, he was well worth whatever the purchase price was, which was about seven. He's well worth $17 million a year anyway. But... Uh, that was the kind of performance against a top great. Luis Castillo is great. And to jump on him early when, in fact, it looked like you weren't going to was just huge. And Justin Verlander, we'll talk about that in just a second, having an early lead. John Dell and BMAC here with you this morning here for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. For those of you who don't know, Lance is with all his schnitzels and uh, enjoying Oktoberfest. There was a there was a video of a waitress at Oktoberfest carrying 65, 13 steins of beer, 65 pounds of beer, okay, at Oktoberfest. She's a hero. She... I thought Justin Verlander was heroic. No. This waitress is heroic. Hero is a word that gets thrown around on this show quite a bit for the least heroic Well, we're, we're heroic quite uh, a bit. I'm going to disagree with either one of you and you or Lance being heroes. Look, we talk about people being worth money. If she is capable of that, that's better than any strikeout that Justin Verlander ever, has ever done. Like 65 pounds of beer? Yeah. Give her all the money. All the money. All the oh, no, money. No, Particularly in that environment where if you drop a yeah. beer, the the cringe and embarrassment factor that comes with it at that particular event, give her yeah. every, everything. Oh, She's no, no. It. It, would be, it would be horrible for her. Horrible for her if she dropped that beer because that's that's so important. Beer, so important at Oktoberfest. But, uh, but we digress. So second inning, Abreu leaves off with a triple, which is, did anybody see that coming first of all? Abreu with a triple. They misplayed it badly in the outfield. It got away from him, kicked it around. Abreu comes around. Not even a throw at third base. No, it was uh, – It as soon as the, the ball left its bat, I was like, could he get three? And then I – no, it's Abreu. You can't get three. And then, yeah. And then they – and then as you mentioned, they kicked it around. And his uh, – he is he like now unbuttoned down to the stomach? Yeah, he. Uh, it seems like it's getting bigger. <laughs> I mean, because he doesn't. The shirt's getting lower. He doesn't lower. wear an undershirt, so you're getting you're getting the full view yeah. of whatever he wants to put out there. But he gets to third, and I'm like, oh no! After the Chas McCormick weekly hit ball t- to the to the to second base, I'm like, Abreu, let's make a play. And then then you pointed out when I got here, he was probably tired. <laughs> There's probably no way he had anything left to. Yeah. Chess hit a grounder to second that you would think, I, I thought, oh, he scored yeah. already. And then you look over there, and, and he's still, still bent over at <laughs> third base. <laughs> Sucking in air. <laughs> so it was like, oh, crap. And then Pena looks at strike three. So before the game, before the game started, the big talk about uh, uh, of every of everybody, and myself included, okay, Dubon is Verlander's personal center fielder, right? He's his personal caddy. 
he's got to play center field because Verlander's a fly ball pitcher and you have to have your best fielding center fielder if he in if he is in fact your best fielding center fielder. Chaz made a play last night on a on a fly ball that was like he was in left field though. Anyway, so the question was Dubon and Maldonado. You're trading Dubon for Yiner Diaz. If you play Jordan in left, Chaz in center, you can have Yiner as your DH. You're going to have Maldonado behind the plate because that's what Justin Verlander wants. So that's there's no there there's no argument there. So you got to have Maldonado because that's what he wants. But do you have to have a personal center fielder? That was the question. Well, anyway, Dubon comes up. It, it's the bottom of the order, eight and nine hitters with a runner on third and two outs after he was on third base with nobody out. You want to talk about disappointing if he doesn't come home. Pena looking at strike three with no, with one out after Chaz doesn't get a fly, doesn't hit a fly ball. It's like, oh my gosh! See, this is how this is a bad way to start the game. Do you remember Friday night? Uh, Fromber's pitching, and um, was it Friday or Saturday? It was Friday night. Friday night, Fromber's pitching. He strikes out the first batter, and Maldonado drops drop third strike. And that runner comes around to score. And not only comes around to score, but they beat they beat the snot out of you all weekend long. That was a bad way to start the game. A terrible way to start the game. This would have been another terrible way to start a game where you should have a lead. Well, comes to pass. Dubon comes through. Hits a, a single to right. And then Maldonado crushes one in the gap. And I'm thinking... Can he? Can Dubon score with two outs? You know, you jump with the with, as soon as the crack as soon of the as bat. contact, yeah. And holy crap, Maldonado comes through. Robert Flores just tweeted out. He goes, much to the chagrin of a lot of Astros fans, Maldonado just came up with a huge hit. You had you had JV's personal caddy and catcher and personal center fielder <laughs> both come through, and, and I'm going to use your terminology in the biggest moment of the season. Well, it was it's up not to this point. Yes, they both came through when it mattered. Because even I, baseball guy that I am, but not not locked in like you guys were, were watching the game, had it on a small screen while I have the, the Monday Night Football games on the big screen. I'm like, can we can we not do this? I mean, mm-hmm. in the previous inning, you had an extra base hit with two outs. Kyle Tucker didn't come through. And then you have Abreu as you, we've gone through the rundown. I'm like, if it comes down to Boudon, Dubon striking out and this and this not sending getting a run across – I can't imagine how the fan base will feel and the team will feel. You have to imagine Dubon's hit took a lot of pressure, sigh of relief, take a breath, and then you saw what happened afterwards. Maldonado came through, and they were bing, 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 and uh, actually got a big inning out of it when it didn't look like you are going to get anything out of it after the leadoff triple. So a perfect night. Lack of stress really after, what, two innings? Yeah. It was just watching Verlander mow people down. He did have the ins- he did have the issue when he when he got the bases loaded and he got out of that. We'll, we'll hear sound for him saying he doesn't pitch to double play. So, and he got one from Julio Rodriguez. So all around a great night. Yeah, the Rangers won, but I've kind of pushed aside the division stuff because now it's about just making the playoffs. And no better way to start than having your your ace find a way. Well, how huge is it? Second inning, you got uh, three as opposed to a, a tie game, no score. You've got a three-run lead with Justin Verlander on the mound. And here's Verlander talking about how he changes things when he does have the big lead. As a starter, when, you're, when your guys can go out there and, and give you an early lead, especially more than one run, you know, two, when you start getting three, four runs, you can really start being aggressive and 
um, you know, being aggressive in zone um, and, and, and putting the pressure on your opponent. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of how you get, can really go deep in ball games. It's really difficult to go deep in ball games in a, you know, zero, zero, one run game, um, you know, even though things work out sometimes. But, um, you know, you're, if you're always worried about a solo shot or to run homer anytime anybody gets on base, you know, being the ball game, you, know, you pitch a little bit differently, a little more cautious, whereas you can be much more aggressive um, when you're staked to lead by that. So the, the, look at it, listen to the difference of that interview versus interviews recently, especially on that homestand where you're just getting your hiney handed to you. No sound in the background, no noise, just a dead clubhouse. You have to whisper your questions. Hey, Justin. You have to um, match the energy of the, yeah, of the players. You do. You have to. It, you have to do that. There's no question about that. So um, now you have a game-and-a-half lead over the Mariners. Even if you lose the next two, you're still – that was the biggest – it's not even arguable that was the biggest game of the year. And this is the biggest series of the year. And then the next series will be the biggest series of the year. But this one, if you should, if you should win two out of three – you put yourself in such a great position. If you sweep, you're you're more than likely you're in. It's I, I, it would be a very difficult for you to be out of the postseason. But that was just huge. The Rangers won as well, beat the Angels, and uh, they've won six in a row. And now they've got a ninety eight point five percent chance of making the postseason. And the Astros have a seventy five percent chance when they were just at fifty nine yesterday. So they they moved way up. The Mariners have lost four in a row, and now they are uh, teetering on the brink of elimination. Toronto won last night. They have a ninety-seven point nine percent chance. They're eighty-seven and sixty-nine, while the Astros are eighty-six and seventy-one. They have a game and a half lead over the Astros. Would you? Would you prefer? Obviously, you want the. I think obviously. Do you want the Astros to win the division? It's going to be difficult with a two being two and a half back. But should the Astros sweep here and then the Mariners sweep the Rangers and you sweep, you would you could win the division. And hopefully the Angels would come through for, for you a little bit over these next two games. But you have a chance to win the division. You have a chance to finish third in the in, – or, excuse me, you could finish in the fifth seed or the sixth seed. The second seed, fifth seed, or sixth seed. In the sixth seed, you'd play the Twins in Minnesota. In the five seed, you'd play Tampa. And in the two seed, you get a bye. Logically, you say, give me the two seed, rest. Not You're sure pitching, I want to play at home. But I don't want to. But everything says no. Everything <laughs> says this team, and it's only the one game sample size, showed up when it mattered most on the road. And their, and their record tells you they're better on the road. I don't know why I'm not going to get in. Like, from the producer role, I'll pretend like it's about the wives and the families and all that stuff. I don't know actually why this is a thing. Can't explain it. Hitting backdrop, whatever it might be. But I trust this team more on the road. The record says they're better. It'll be a longer road and, and probably put far much, far too much strain on a starting pitching staff that hasn't been good. But I could see this team losing the first two games of a series at home. Yeah, and being in real trouble the rest of the way. Yeah, they suck. They really suck at home. It was just now you're you're going to have to have home games eventually. Okay, 
So at some point you're going <laughs> you're going to have to play at home. Or can you petition? But you but but if you're a wild card, you will be a road team all throughout the playoffs. Throughout the playoffs. So um you know, I don't it's actually it's the dumbest question ever because you if you if you win the division, you get a bye. That, which puts you into the division series, which gives you home field advantage, which gives you rest, which lets you set up your rotation. Does that? Do you think that'll matter for this team? I t- can't really say it does. I, I, I just we can't. are talking about a logical scenario where you some we somehow with a miracle stretch run, ignoring everything that's happened in the past, win your division, and you get all the things you thought you wanted before this recent run of bad play. And you think to yourself that should that should be fine, right? But mm. no. I almost feel like scratching and clawing their way into the playoffs and knowing everything is up against them makes them better. I'd rather go to Minnesota than host a home playoff series. That's what I'm thinking. I would rather finish sixth than fifth. Yeah. If I don't want to go to Tampa. That no. place, I've, we've been there. It sucks. That's a good baseball. They got a, that's a 95-win baseball team yeah. right there. Give me Minnesota. If, They've if had you, injuries, but. It's either second because I understand why you want to be why you want to win your division, all the logical things, why you'd want to do it, or give me six. I don't want five. No. I think, yeah, being the fifth seed, which you have your your game and a half behind Toronto, which is a good thing, I think being the sixth seed is definitely more advantageous than being the five seed. Two seed, I, I don't I don't I don't know what or, what order do you put them in? I think I put it in I put six, two, five. Yeah. It's easy. I'm not. It's not even a. It doesn't make me even think about it. Give me six two five. Give me the Minnesota Twins. I want that over anything else. And then the second round, you get the Rangers, which who you bury. Yeah. <laughs> the path to another World That's Series right. goes through Minnesota. <laughs> you would get the Twins and the Rangers, which is the most ideal matchup. And you start and you it's great you would start with the Rangers on the road. I think you kind of maybe you could lose a game here or there being well, the six look, seed. Take out Seattle and hopefully right. the Rangers keep and hopefully do, the Rangers continue keep their business. I don't right. want to mess with losing to Seattle making it making it the final well, day of the season. Toronto's got to keep winning too though. Sure. Yeah. But take care of your business. Hopefully the Rangers continue to play the way they've played and you beat the Minnesota Twins and then you go beat the hell out of the Rangers. That's crazy. Sorry. Until Look, I don't want to go through this where, where they're the two seed and they lose the first two games at home and we're and we're freaking out again and now they have to go win three straight. Nah. Nah. I'm out. I'm out on I'm out on the I'm out on the Astros at home. This is this is um this is the craziest season ever. That you're in this position, first of all, that you're so bad at home, that you're so good on the road. That you want to be the sixth seed instead of even the second seed is just amazing. That's the that, this is the craziest season I can remember, and yet, and yet here we go. Uh, tonight we will break down tonight and talk more about this game. Hear from uh, more guys in that locker room. We've also got D'Amico Sound. We got to talk about. We've got Colorado Sound. We need to talk about. Brought to you by the University of Oregon. Right. We got some. Some, some, we got some soft slaps. We got some Bruder film on a yeah. on a on a potential ruin ending a, ch- a guy's chance of having kids. At least I was. Put, yeah. That's how it was put. Is that what Mac Jones does? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he does. Apparently he does. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. If you want to get in, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. 
ESPN 97.5. Hey, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Come on in. Hey, our team won, okay? We've, we've been griping enough about them, right? It's time to give them some love. It's time to give Verlander some love. Jordan coming through. Tucker coming through with solo homers. How? So Seattle, their fan base. Do you remember when the Astros put out a broom about the sweep that they had against them? Was it last year or the year before? Last, last year, year. And it was considered very disrespectful. It was disrespect. No, uh, there's all kinds of fan bases. They, oh, this is a team that's down and you're coming after them. I mean, to have show some class. Yes, be classy, Astros. That's so. That is so disrespectful to that fan base that's down right now. Altuve gets hit with a fastball in the elbow in the ninth inning. What do they do? Loud cheers. I was uh, like, "What are they cheering about?" It's not like the guy did it on purpose. He just missed a spot. And is I know you're getting your ass kicked, but it's not as if this was all right. I'm going to hit Altuve because I want to. Why are you cheering your own pitcher's incompetence? He didn't do it on purpose, but they, they were thrilled. They're, that's that's just bad people. No, Seattle, well, we know your city okay. is, a, is, a, is a bad place. Oh, okay. okay? That, that city is gross, by the way. There and San Francisco has turned gross. Portland, you're right there. Congratulations, all Pacific cities. You're gross. San Diego, too? San Diego, not Oh, you there. mean not Pacific Northwest. So Pacific Northwest. Okay. Yeah. And we'll include San Francisco in that. San mix. Francisco They're up north. is the start. Yeah. And, and then and up, up north. From there. Keep going up And north. up from there. Eugene, you're, you piece of crap. You are just bad, bad, bad people. You live in a tra- dirty, trash city. Okay? Okay. They're, they are. I like that dirty, trash city. Well, shit. see, I tried to avoid that, BMAC, but okay. Why you? Can't, I said, eh. You don't want to say the a word. Well, now? the kids are on their way to are school. They? The bad kids. They have to go early. Detention. Well, then they are used to that language. <laughs> what do we care? <laughs> they're if they're, they're the ones that are saying it. Right. Yeah. They're not on the way to school. They're going to call us in thirty minutes. To talk well, about they, Taylor Swift. Well, do. How about if we go to school today instead well, of calling a radio show? They were show? at school. And let's be fair. It's their dads who were like, "Hey, hey, guess who they're he talking did. about?" I talked to Freddie after the show. He was like, "Yeah, I called her. I said, can you call in this? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the study hall. Sure, sure I'll call. Sure, I can. No big deal." Uh, so Freddie's daughters were awesome yesterday. Uh, yeah, and then we the had sh- a- Alyssa call in and come after whichever daughter didn't like the most recent boyfriend. Yeah, the, I Alyssa had to catch herself before she said something ugly. Yeah, yes. Because I I brought up the the ex boyfriend and she goes, "Well, I, I love Joe. I, that other girl." Then she calmed herself down. Like, okay. <laughs> we had we had Swifty Wars. Yeah. Okay. On on the show yesterday. For those of you that missed it. Um, but okay. So the biggest, okay. The biggest moment of the game I thought was Dubon. Okay. But the second biggest moment of the game was bases loaded one out and Julio Rodriguez at the plate. The, the destroyer. Crap. What he did to the, the Astros in the oh previous series. Oh gosh. It, who of all people? It's like, oh my gosh, who is at the plate now? This is awful. This is uh, this is an awful situation. Verlander on the mound, and guess what happens? He grounds one to short, to second, to first, double play. Here's Verlander talking about it. 
Not particularly, no. Not with um, uh, what we have time three run, uh, four run lead. Um, trying to let him in a homer. Um, that's a tie game. So I don't necessarily. I'm not the type of pitcher that can pitch for double plays. That's not really um, my mo. Um, you know, I can try to get into pop-ups, stuff like that, but uh, you know, just trying to execute pitches there. Uh, try not to let it be a big inning. That's the thing. If it turns into a double play, great, which it did, which is huge, um, but one of the best series in baseball in that situation, you're, you know, you're trying to get them out and not let it, but not let the, the inning cascade and get away from it. So the biggest, listen, we, we talk about this all the time. It's why I think that a lot of people are frustrated with, with Dusty's lineups is, you know, he'll pinch hit for Maldonado in the eighth or ninth inning. But game situations come up in the second. Game situations come up in the third. And last night, the game situations were early. Second inning, Dubon with two outs comes up with that hit. Then Maldonado comes up with that hit. Then Altuve comes up with that hit. And you got a three-run lead. That's a whole different ball game than if a guy pops out and you don't score any runs. I mean, that changes the complexion of the ball game. Julio Rodriguez in the third inning comes up with a hit there and it's now instead of four to four to nothing it's four two or you never know what's going to happen after that because there's still only one out huge huge plays so at the frustration with Dusty's lineups for the most part and listen Robert Flores you know he tweeted out much to the chagrin of the Houston fan base Maldonado just came up with a huge hit that's not the case I was happy I'm happy when Maldonado comes through with a hit. I'm thrilled. I'm frustrated when he doesn't. Thrilled when he does because that was just gigantic. It's not the case that we don't want to, that we want Maldonado to fail. It's the case that it's frustrating when he does because he's not good at something. It's called hitting. He's not good at that. And particularly when you have a clearly better option that doesn't play as much. Now, Yiner plays quite a bit, but he doesn't play as much as we'd like because of Dusty and, and Verlander, all the things that mean Maldonado gets to play more than anyone thinks is mm. appropriate. So, yeah, it is. It's just a Twitter joke. Get it. I get the Robert Flores joke, but it's more like, hey, there's a better option out there. Can we just play the better option? It feels like an easy decision. Play the guy yeah. who hits better, and you don't even make – he does – you mentioned dropping the ball with Fromber in the previous series. He doesn't even make up for it. With being a better defensive catcher, no, now. he's the worst. So he's it, the worst. So not not the worst defensive catcher. The guys love to throw to him. Blah blah blah. All that stuff. But pass balls. Why he can't catch balls is 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 gotten. It's a couple of years. It's 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 a couple of years now. It almost feels this is happening. He plays only because of sentiment. I know there's some there's. I guess you can find value in him playing, but it, that's what it feels like. Does he likes them and Verlander likes them? Mm-hmm. So he so he <clears throat> plays. And he ha- he would have to play it because Yiner can't play one sixty two or whatever. But it's like you said, it's frustrating to watch a man f- fail at that when there's someone else better than him sitting on the bench. It's sometimes. so it's so funny. So many things are coming in, and, and Dusty but Dusty just threw double rods at everybody when when Dubon and Maldonado both came up with hits because and, and there was the discussion on the afternoon. Um, Joel and Jeremy is Dusty just doing this on purpose? You know, is he making out these lineups just to go bleep y'all? I can do whatever I want. I, 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 it's my team, and I'm, I'm, I hope this pisses you off. He's not doing that. I, I truly believe that Dusty is trying to win baseball games, despite what he's doing. It's, it'll be interesting to see 
if Dusty's going to turn out to be because his lineup was right last night. They came through. They won the game five to one. They 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 did everything that they especially the guys that people didn't want to see play. They came through. So it shuts up all the the, the Dusty haters, to be right? Fair or honest, I think it's beyond proven people. Him out there just proving people right, or at least saying, "Hey, look how wrong you are." He's gonna roll those guys out there no matter what. If they had failed, it wouldn't have mattered. If, if both yeah. of those guys struck out it, in big at bats, oh look, uh, there's another. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> oh, this is back. But I, look, wait, we're at a point where Dusty thinks, "Oh no, yeah, this is right. I'm doing it not not because of whether they hit it, get a hit or not. I'm gonna play these guys because I think it's the right move and." We're, I think we're what are we a hundred? They got what six games, five games left. Five now? Games left. We're at one hundred fifty-seven games. Are we still? It's, no, it's still. Are. We well, just got. We just got accept. This is what he believes is right. Unfortunately, be, well, because here is the deal: is we are, okay? So last night, Dusty was right. Those guys came through. Now, if they make the playoffs, can everybody just shut up because this team made the playoffs? Or like Jackie continues to say is. We would have won the division a long time ago if he didn't have these stupid lineups. Look, I don't know about that. Pitching has been bad. I mean, he can't he can't control that part of it. He just got he has to roll his rotation out there. Um, no, I'm big process over results. So if the process is wrong and the, and the results work out, I'm not sure. I just call it, say you're right. Yeah, I might almost say you're fortunate that it worked out as opposed to being right. Right. Yeah, but look, it's a results business, and last night his. Process it if you thought it was wrong. Um, so at this point, so what? Well, you, it worked out. You had, as opposed to the, the Justin Verlander we've seen before, one of the big reasons he was right is because he had Hall of Famer Justin Verlander yeah, the on the one, the one as who's opposed going, to the other one. Yeah, the one who's given up bombs early in games. He had Cooperstown Justin Verlander, yeah, right. and that makes you look right all the time. Yeah, right. Instead of, I, I don't want to say Galveston. Galveston. Why are we picking out Galveston? Beaumont. No, I don't want to say Beaumont. We're big in Beaumont. You pick a different Pennsylvania city. We're, Scranton. We're, Scranton, yeah. Beaumont. Scranton, Verlander. San Francisco, Beaumont. Well, Verlander. yeah, whatever. Fine. Dirty. <laughs> I was just going to go pick another Pennsylvania city, but sure. Okay. San Francisco, Verlander. Seven, uh, 728. Uh, we got Alyssa, you're going to have to wait just through a break because I got to hear what she's got for Freddie's daughter on the other side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5. While Lance is bopping with his schnitzels, these guys are doing the heavy sports talk lifting in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's Del Olalea and Johnny G. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. For those of you that missed it yesterday, we had uh, a couple of segments uh, with the Swifties, okay? We had three straight young females. And couple, one was in high school. Sure. All, well, two were in high school. Yeah, Jordan is a worker. She works with Freddie. Actually, it's Freddie's daughter, and she works with him. And uh, so she's uh, she's out of school, and she is she's working. But Peyton, his other daughter. And then Alyssa, I don't know. Alyssa is here, and she's calling in again today. Alyssa? Hey y'all. Hey um, well, Alyssa, are you are you a student or are you are you working? I'm a student. I am. Um, I'm, I'm a I'm a freshman. She's at Pearland. Oh, that's right. You're a freshman at Pearland. That's right. 
And, yep. And, uh, and you listen yeah. to the, do you listen to the show a lot or you're what do you, I, every morning? Yes. Every you, morning with your dad. Does he take you to, to school? Yeah, he's, he's pretty okay. I guess <laughs> he's okay. I guess. So before we get into the meat of what, why you called in, if you're listening every morning and you, you've, you've heard the three guys on the show, who do you think is the best on the show? Yeah. Who's the best person on the show? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't want to be biased. I don't want to be biased. It's not biased. Well, it's, it's your not opinion. Biased. Yeah, it's an opinion. Yeah, you're new. I'm, you're new. I'm still getting used to you. I'm new. You're new. Nobody likes you because you're well, new. To, to be fair, I've been here a while, and then I came back. Yeah. Okay, so John and Lance. Well, whatever. John, between <laughs> exactly, John, whatever. Between, John and Lance. John and Lance. Who's better? Well, Lance, um, his, his son's hot, so I'm going to go with Lance. His son's hot? His son is hot. How do you know what Lance's son looks like? Oh, Mason was in studio here. Remember? Is that? Oh, she saw him on Twitch. Uh, maybe. Did you see him? On, did you? You saw him? I've heard. You heard him. You heard. Yep, him. I've heard for a while. I've, I've been listening for a while, so I, I know. Yeah, but he wears so- white socks with slides. And it, yeah, have you seen the way he dresses? Uh, I do that too. I'm actually wearing it's Barbie Day, so I'm wearing like pink socks with pink shoes, like pink slides. <laughs> Look at you. You stepped okay, in well. it now. So we're meant to be. Yeah. Uh, she cool. said we're meant to be. We're meant to be. Do, what a, do you know he talks about his dribble package? Yeah. Like he thinks he's a really good basketball player. Would you want to have a conversation with the boy who talks about his dribble package? You know, maybe maybe basketball is just like a, a passion for him, you know? Yeah. Like, very, kind of hard. He's very understanding. She is very understanding. She, you'd have to be understanding if you ever met Mason. And to walk into that house and watch her watch his dad lose his keys and right, lock, himself, right, lock right. himself into the house. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll have to hook you two up at a I Christmas party. I don't want to be involved in that part. Okay. Oh, please. Yeah, no, she said. I know, I know what she wants. I just don't want it. I don't want to be a So part you of wanted it. to call in and talk about Freddie's daughter? No, actually. I wanted to call in and see y'all's opinions on Jake Myers because personally I hate him. Oh, you hate Jake Myers? Yes, I'm a Chaz. Like fan, like I love Chaz. You love Chaz, and Jake yeah. Myers. I have a strong opinion. And um, she hates him. Yeah, but Jake. Everybody hates Jake Myers, though. That's not. I mean, well, not hates. I, that's a strong word. Nobody wants to see Jake playing. That. Uh, let me put it that way. Because J- Jake okay. is. Yeah. Okay. Do you think he has a dumb face too? No, he has a pretty face. It's just uh, people. I like don't like people who play on the bench, and when they do play, they're not good. Okay. There's a reason that they're on the bench. You you got a good point he's there. Not good. A, yeah. No, he's not <laughs> She's good. Right. You're right about that. You know, no, no, no. You you hit the nail on that head right there. So, um, no, I, that, that's I, I know. That's good stuff. That's a. I think you got a future in sports talk. If you want to know the truth, yeah. If the, you want to think, yeah, yeah. Think I could be like the first like girl manager of. The MLB. Oh, you want to be a baseball, be manager. A ma- baseball manager? By the time you're, you're, I said you're sports a, talk. Well, so. but by the time she's of the right age, I'm sure it'll happen, right? Uh, that'll be. A, well, I'm not going to be old like John whenever I start. So wow, wow. she just took one giant shot at you. So you're a freshman. By the time you you're maybe Tim's daughter, in, right? In yeah. your late in your late twenties, yeah. early thirties, there could be a, a woman manager in baseball by that time. That's like what fifteen. 17 um, years from now? Well, I'm going to be the first, so. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> what do you think about analytics? Um, I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen that one movie. That, <laughs> Moneyball? That one movie where they, like, 
Wait, wait. Re- rephrase the question. Is it Moneyball with Brad Pitt? Would you? Right? Yeah. Would you make decisions? Yes, that Moneyball. I've seen that. Okay. Movie. I'll rephrase the question. Would you make fun? Would you make decisions based on feel or what the numbers tell you? It depends. How, uh, if the numbers are good, then I guess the numbers. But if you, if I see a potential in a player and I think they we can work hard and give them a good. Chance, well, hey, she's you, a, you could ba- be Dusty. We don't know. Ba- she's a coin boy. She might. <laughs> there's a balance. You, you might be Dusty. Okay. Dusty, Dusty Baker does the same thing. Yeah. I mean, and he's a World Series know. winning okay, manager. Well, then I, I will change the other thing because I hate Dusty Baker as well. <laughs> okay. You hate Dusty? <laughs> Dusty and Jake. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say this on the radio. My friend's saying I'm going to get canceled. No. Yeah, no. no, you're not going to get canceled. Uh, you don't and everybody about. else. Everyone hates Dusty too, no. apparently. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But the, y'all, y'all, say, y'all say worse things on this radio. That's true. We don't. Her, tell your friend, uh, don't worry about it. Alyssa, go to school. She is in school. You're in school already? Well, before I go, I'd like to apologize yesterday um, for what I said. Uh, I did not mean that. I did not like your. I did not like your opinion. I feel really bad. Um, I, I, dis, I, I do not like your opinion, but. You know, I just like to be kind and apologize for what I said. Thank you, Alyssa. You don't that's very look, nice. That's of right. course. Yeah. You don't like the opinion, but you still that's want fine. to apologize. She can she can have her opinion, not like it, but right. she wants to apologize for maybe the right. tone of right. her right. of her response. We yeah. appreciate that, Twitter, Alyssa. Twitter is, a, Twitter is a hate crime, you know? Like, yes. it, it, it's crime. Get that off is, Twitter, girl. Is, get off Twitter. You don't need to be there. It's, a, it's an ugly place. It's like Seattle. Sorry, X. It's X now. And yeah, whatever. It's, it's Mama called it Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter. Alyssa, thank you. We appreciate it. There's Alyssa. Of course. Thank with you us. so much. <laughs> it's Alyssa with us right here. It's Barbie Day at school as It's well. Barbie we Day. We found that out. We've got pink, pink socks and slides on. Yeah, apparently it's a thing. Uh, not Dan Holden says, put her on the show with the guy that doesn't have a co-host. She has strong takes. Her and Paul together? Is that what he's looking for? Paul, Alyssa, the Paul and Alyssa, Alyssa show? Paul and Alyssa or Alyssa and Paul? I would go Alyssa first. I'm going to go Alyssa Paul. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. This is good. Yeah, she's got a, I don't mind it. She's got. I said you got a future in sports talk. She's like, yeah, I'm going to manage a yeah. team. Okay. Yeah, yeah she wants we to manage. We do have a show coming up at noon called Josh and the Who. Why can't it be Josh oh, and, got, Alyssa? and Alyssa? Oh, that, maybe that's what not Dan Holt. Maybe probably, she should be in school. Maybe yeah, that's why. Eh, big deal. If you can give her a job right now, she'll take the job. Yeah, well, right. That's yeah. I guess that's what's wrong. So we got two people know co-host. I think not Dan Holt. Not Dan Holden was talking about Josh and the Who. Josh and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I like it. Josh and Alyssa. Yeah, we do. Have we announced his co-host yet? No, I think we're not allowed. We're to. not allowed to yet. No. Well, we're coming up on the end of the month, right? Yeah, check back on Monday. Oh, Monday. Oh, Monday, Monday is when that okay. starts. All right, gotcha. Um, anyway, thank you, Alyssa. We appreciate it. Through your expert, we, your expertise. We appreciate on this it. Jake sucks. You hate him. Yeah. And, and Lance, you like more because he's got a hot son. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, JT's <laughs> out of her age range, so yeah. that's out of the question. But um, yeah, I mean, she's. Not really judging you two on your ability no, or ability. personality. She does know I'm old. She says she won't be a man. I'll be a manager. Her dad, unlike John, golf, who's I old. I played golf with his, her dad, though. Have, That's you why. Me- have you met her before? I'm not. Or do you think so? You think her dad fed her that line? Yeah, her dad definitely fed her that line. Okay. There's no question. Anytime you get insulted, it's a dad. It's a, that nice little girl wouldn't do that. Yeah, she apologized for her tone with right. another person, but she was willing to call no, you she old. Just, she just stabbed me. <laughs> yeah, right. shanked me. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> right. So, right, right, right. No, that came from Dan. And I really wanted to, to bring something where we where we had a, a ranking system, but I'm new. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't. she couldn't do that. She's still filling me out for whatever reason. I'm uh, going to tell you, I'm better than those two. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, put her on the show. 
Um, oh, Maddie's going to cancel her. <laughs> Maddie might not be. Oh, no. She goes after Maddie's brother. Look out. Um, and you might call Lance and tell him to go ahead and spend an extra couple of days in Germany. Give a look, Alyssa a tryout on this show. Okay. All right. There you have it. Um, we got we got a lot of football to talk, which we'll do on the other side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Last night's games, and there's a video that's come, a couple of video that's uh, videos that have come out that are none too flattering for a lot of people. So we'll do that on the other side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Don't go. Anywhere. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the New Trench. Get in the New Trench. John Granado and Del Oralea. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5, So, Oregon released a five-minute video of recapping their win over Colorado. In it, they had, before the game, before the game, there was a lot of stuff going on uh, with Colorado talking trash, stomping, stomping the duck, the or the O in midfield, mean mugging while guys are, Oregon players are warming up. Colorado was, was full of itself right there. Yeah. The featured participant is Shiloh Sanders. We hear him. It might be difficult to hear, but I think it's pretty clear. Maybe it's because there's subtitles. He's talking to the Oregon players, talking to the strength coach about what he's going to do to the players and the coach, uh, the head coach. It was I, it was Oregon's way of showing that Dan Lanning and all his talk wasn't just in response to the the hype surrounding him, or maybe you're adding some extra nonsense to it because you're not used to college football or pregame speeches that some people were trying to do. It was. Let's say warranted. And I said, I don't know if I said it on the air, but I probably said it off the air, that I'm not buying Colorado's, oh, we're just here to be respectful and play, and then when someone says something no. else, we respond with the same disrespect they showed us. No. 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 Listen, if, you, if you've watched Colorado, you see Shadur walking off the field with a watch that's got to be a twenty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000 watch that he loves to show everybody. He's driving a... Uh, some expensive Italian car. Yeah. It, this ain't about... <laughs> look, I don't even care well, about... Oh, look, a little us. We're, it's us against the world. Yeah, I don't even care about the Flash stuff. That's just part of the selling the product, whatever. That's fine. I don't care about that. But all of the, hey, we're just here to play, and if they disrespect my pops, then I'm going to respond. Yeah. No, you are you are at just... You're just like any other football player. You're going to say stuff, and Shador was, was trash-talking Colorado State... And so was, so was Travis Hunter, I think. That's what kind of led to him hit, getting hit with that dirty hit. He had a lot to say before the game on the field to Colorado State players. And we see that didn't stop. And Shiloh, at least in the video, was yeah. the main star right. uh, this weekend, or at least this past weekend. So it's going to be it's hard to understand because there's a lot of tra- noise and everything else. And there's a, it's a lot of trash talk. Here's about 27 seconds of Colorado just talking trash. Okay, that's we gotta cut it because you can't really There's understand. There's a lot of bleeping. I'll, I'll, I hear it, it, the first one is a Colorado. I think it's it's uh, 
Shiloh. Right? Shiloh. It's Shiloh. I'll beat the bleep out of every one of y'all and your coach, he says. Uh, why y'all so little? We finna run through your ass, he says. And then one so, of the coaches says, "You don't, you don't deserve. They don't deserve your that attention." That was the Oregon, coach an Oregon coach saying yeah. that. They got guys standing on the sideline, laughing at the uh, Oregon I, players I think running that was through. Bo Nix going through his warm up routine, and they yeah. had a defensive lineman laughing. And at then him. this white guy stomping on the O. <laughs> which, I like how your identifier. This white guy's doing this white some, guy, some weird stuff for Colorado. I don't know. I'd like to report a crime to the murder of these ducks. That's another Colorado another player. Another Colorado that. player saying that. So, and that this, and then the game. Yeah, I don't know if that was some like because Dion's other son, Dion Sanders Jr., is a social media guy. He films them on the field, so I don't know if that's where Oregon pulled that from, or was that strictly a guy with an Oregon camera seeing what Colorado was saying to them? But for whatever, they put it at the beginning of their five minute recap video of the game. I'm not sure they normally do that. Like when they play. When they played um, Portland State earlier, I don't think they included the pregame with Portland State. I think the point was to say, "Hey, uh, we're not the ones doing the the pro- we're not the the aggressors here." At least when it comes to all the talking, there was a reason we responded the way we did, in particular our head coach, and you saw it. So I don't know if it'll get the rest of go beyond the normal college football fan because normal college football fan probably can see a little bit through Colorado's act not only their performance on the field about who they're playing and what they're actually going to be this year, but the people who joined the fray of college football because of Colorado, I think this was a point to go, hey, guys, this is if you think what our coach said was out of line, just look. This is what happened, and it's probably not unique to college football. I'm sure there's trash talking all the time, but it was just a point to say Colorado ain't innocent in this. It's just, it's just football, and what they did got a response from us, and they took it on the field too. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a dumb, and let's we'll see if Colorado doesn't shut up now this week. I don't know. Maybe they got putting up, but they were feeling themselves being three and zero in the story of college football. They're all stars on the campus, sold out the stadium for the season. Prime coach Prime, they were really feeling their oats last week. I wonder if they're not going to be a little bit more timid this week going into USC. I've seen bad football teams talk trash, so it'll happen. They will, they will probably continue because short memory and all, USC will come out there and they'll probably say some stuff. But I, it won't go well because USC may not be as as physical as Oregon as far as on the fronts because USC's a little soft defensively. But th- there's so much talent, they're going to score so many points. Oh my gosh! And people think, well, maybe. Colorado can keep up. They won't be able to keep up because as, as much as I question USC's defense, they're better than Oregon's offensive line. Uh, they've got athletes there. I think maybe it's an Alex Grinch thing for their defense. They're going to score a lot of points. Colorado won't score a lot of points. Sure is going to take a lot of hits again. again. That's the other thing we don't talk about. He likes to hold the football, and it might become an issue for him when they start to evaluate him for the, for the NFL. But that offensive line stinks against really good competition. He's going to get hit quite a bit this year. My question would be, does Shador survive the season if he continues to hold the ball that long? That's something he's going to have to fix because that line ain't good enough to protect him. And the Pac-12 ain't ain't soft the rest of the way. You got USC. It, 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 mm. I mean, those are he's probably facing the two best teams, but there's still a lot of teams on that on that schedule they're going to have to face that are much better than them. No, I mean, who Arizona's not good, right? Arizona State gave USC some uh, a time in the first half. Yeah. 
I was watching that game. That they they were they were they were uh, in it for a while. Uh, Utah's good. Uh, Cal, Cal Cal is better. Cal's okay, I think they're okay. not great, but not but, great. Stanford's not great. No, so no. They have UCLA, which lost to Utah, fourteen seven defensive battle. UCLA's still a good football team. They got Oregon State at home. That's another physical football team. Is going to run the ball down the throat. They got Washington State on the schedule. They're good, and Utah to end the year. Yeah, if you we start to talk about what reality is for Colorado, the Arizona State game on the road, I wouldn't give, just hand that to them. The Stanford game, they should win. The Arizona game, probably more of a toss-up than people think. They probably have two more wins on their schedule at at best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you know, they're going to have to be maybe a little bit more humble than they've been. I think that's what pisses. Listen, they every coach in America wants to beat Prime. Every coach in America wants to say, tell Prime, this ain't how you do it. We've been doing this for a long time. Now all of a sudden you come in and you think you're going to change how college football is. Keyshawn is with Skip now. Keyshawn said yesterday, he said, let me tell you something. I got told by one of the Oregon assistant coaches that we got calls from other coaches telling us how to beat Prime. I don't know that I believe it. For, I don't know. Maybe it's true. And I mean, I, I don't know why Keyshawn would lie, but he, he heard from an assistant coach at Oregon. And he they were getting help from other coaches trying to tell them, was, you know, was, Here, here's how you go you go after this team and here's just how you beat them. Was the advice you have giant men on your offensive line run all through the little yeah. guys on the other side? I'm not was sure that the Dan advice? Lanning needed Yeah, what much. advice did he need? I'm not sure they needed much advice. They were so much better. And Bo Nix was so much better. Yeah. So, but but that'll just give you an indication of what the coaching profession thinks of. I've talked to a couple of coaches, and they're none too pleased with, with, with Coach Prime. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I just think for people who are watching out, who aren't used to college football, I think a lot of people wanted this to happen simply to educate people. Because I'm not an online person. I don't like to tweet at people. But I think a lot of people were tired of the discourse about, well, look how great Colorado right. is. And ignore, and then the rest of the well, world is like, eh, Well, not only stinks. that, it's guys who have been around for two, three, four years and they're still, you know, treading water or whatever. Well, look how fast you can turn it around. Look how fast you can yeah. blow your Dion. We need a Dion. Oh, really? The, the TC- go, go get you one. The TCU win was great because of all the, yeah. all the what TCU did the year before. But... I mean, the Colorado State win, while exciting, that's a bad. That was that was a t- three touchdown underdog, and they barely won by the skin of their teeth. And you see what happens when you actually see one of the powers. And Oregon's not probably not a top five playoff contender, but they're a top ten team. And if things go their way, they can make a playoff. That's that's what it is. That's what building a program looks like through a couple coaches who have who have focused on the offensive line, the defensive line. This is what happens, and it's going to take a couple years. And Colorado will be fine as long as Dion remains. But this was inevitable. So I'm not even – I don't – I didn't care if Colorado really won or not. I'm not taking a victory lap. It's just if you pay attention, this was going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen on Saturday too. And at some point, they'll be better and they'll be able to stand up to this to those type of offensive – that offensive line play, but they're not there yet. And it's just a reality check for the people who don't watch college football on a consistent basis. No, absolutely. 756 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Someone 3780 – Three seven seven six. If you are in high school or not in high school, whatever the case, you can call in. We've had a lot of high school calls of late. A lot of uh, this, I told you 
the the woman Taylor Swift has transcended. It changed this show. Into, it changed the show. As someone said, KRBE trash. <laughs> someone texted us. What's it? Because I will say that person is Walmart a, KRBE. Yeah, is that where uh, we are a good a great value KRBE. I I would say the person who texted us is a known Swift, no, Swift, a hater. Swift hater. So hater. I can't take anything he says seriously. No hater. <clears throat> you know I I love I'm a lover of Chastain Ford. I was there yesterday, as a matter of fact. And going back today, going to pick up the service is second to none. I had an issue, a door issue with my F one fifty. I brought it in, they fixed it. Going back to get it today, or they they they'll drop it off for me if I wanted to. It 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 can't be a better a better way to go about it. Their service is second to none. Let me repeat that: second to none. They care. They're going to make sure that you get all the the full attention that your card uh, receive that need that you need and. I talked to Patrick yesterday. He said, we got cars on the lot, brother. We're going to get rid of them. And we got it. We got so many. We got super deals. F-150s up to $15,000 off. Up to $15,000 off on 2023 Ford F-150s in stock ready to be delivered. They've got the Mach-E for only four forty nine a month. What a great starter car for a kid. 0% for 60 months and a $2,000 cash bonus. It's just continues continues every single day they're working so hard for you to get you in that ford car or truck or pre-owned vehicle at, at the price that you have to be with no add-ons no markups they just don't do it they're the best you'll love them you'll draw join the chastang family chastangford.com on 610 at homestead not hempstead five minutes from downtown chastang ford espn 97.5 and